Welcome, podcasters. You got Jordan, Cody on the end, Caleb in the middle. We got Caleb here. Uh, first podcast ever. Bear with us. Shit's going to get wild. Caleb, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing pretty uh, pretty awesome, dude. Thanks for having me on for the first, first ever episode. I mean, that's pretty special. <laughs> I, mean, I know there's probably 100 other people that you could have uh, brought on, but hey, 101 ain't bad. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, grateful. I'm, I'm grateful, dude. <laughs> Just to be in the barrel. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, I got a couple things I want to touch on first. Yeah. Uh, first off, let's tell the listeners, what, what do you do for a living? Let's talk about that first. Yeah, um, I am pharmaceutical sales, so um, I'm actually for the company that helps with dry eye disease. So I get to talk to doctors all day, MDs and ODs, um, and help with treatment and find the right kind of like I guess we can call it journey for your page, for those patients. It's a chronic disease, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. So I, I mean, to be part of like many steps to help patients find relief and find like that kind of long term fix. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And then also. Um, Cole Plot and myself, uh, back in 2019, he started and it came on a little bit later, but Fox Waterfowl. So we have our a local thing going on here with, I guess, taking from Philly, a little local John. Yeah. Um, local John. Yeah. Uh, I probably messed that up, so anybody up north that hears that would probably be like, what the WTH? But, uh, yeah. But tell, we, tell me, yeah. this is Phlox. What's this Phlox? Dude, uh, we got kind of some, I guess you can say we have some lines going in some different directions. We're trying to catch some multiple fish. Or, well, I should say ducks, so it's yeah. waterfowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, who is that, the catching deer guy out there? Yeah, get and go 90. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> it. That's it. So we're out here catching ducks. But, yeah, um, man, we're doing some branding stuff. So, like, we, we're doing some uh, apparel. Yeah. So trying to put some different stuff out there and be different. And, um, there's a lot of companies that are doing a lot of good stuff. But uh, we're just trying to, I guess, be that a little bit different. So our most recent thing was uh, Cards of a Feather, which is pretty cool. So That's we've cool. done different uh, playing cards. So, so far, the King... Um, Jack, uh, we're working on a queen, but we've also done a Joker. So, look, a couple different designs yeah. just for this year. And um, so where out. can they where can they find this yeah. on the internet? Absolutely. So, if you're on the internet, on your telephone, wherever you're doing, um, you can go on Instagram, Facebook, and find us on there and follow the link um, to our website. Or for those of you that want to punch it in, old school, uh, flops waterfowl. Dot com. So you can find us online. Um, you can buy our stuff locally in Kannapolis at L's Teak. Shout out to Lauren, uh, what she's doing down there in Kannapolis downtown. And uh, also at, at Farm Fresh Market in Kannapolis as well. We're kind of posted up. That's home base right now until something bigger comes along. Kannapolis is home base. Home base, baby. It's not Annapolis. Shout out to uh, the military, but we're in Kannapolis. <laughs> Del uh, and the Cannonballers. And, yes. Hey, and big shout out to the folks at Old Armor Brewery out there. Like now partnering up with the Hornets. Yes. Uh, you guys down there I doing stick big to, things. I stick to the, the, the generic beer. Yeah. Much like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't get in all the craft beer. No, oh, it gives me an indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me, so you said Cole, Cole, Colfer? Yeah, Colfer, Cole, uh, he, man, Cole Plot. So, uh, he was the guy who like got the idea. Originally. Yeah. So he wanted to do something. He had kind of seen some things back like when he was, had some downtime in 2019 and just kind of had the idea of like let's do Flocks Waterfowl yeah so really him I had no say in it and I'm glad the direction he went and then um, 
kind of for me, I'll call it a good thing. Um, a lot of things happen, but COVID year, I think yeah. a lot of people, yeah, um, you went some, a different direction in life that maybe you thought you were going to be going, but right. Um, Cole saw, saw a direction that he wanted to go and he needed someone to go with him, and uh, I was. Um, I was that person, so it's pretty go. cool. So, so we've awesome. been kind of working so, together since. So. Can we get? You think it's possible to get Cole on here? I think so. And I he think can talk so. more about that. I was hoping he could join us tonight, but he is doing his thing. He is a uh, new dad. Him and his wife Alexa they have a baby girl, Navy, um, and then they just got a new hunting buddy. Um, uh-huh. Cove, a little black lab, American yeah. black lab girl. So he's working that. So he's doing double time. He's a new dad and also uh, new. working a new puppy. So. Yeah. But I think we can find him sometime. We got to get him on here. We yeah. got to talk to him. Absolutely. I see him on Instagram. He's a handsome fella. He's mm. a handsome fella. Uh, so I see you got a black lab. Yeah. So tell me tell me a little bit about him. Yeah. Boy, Knox. girl, what do we got? Knox is a uh, full-blood American lab. Uh, I got him from a guy out in... Um, near Fayetteville, North Carolina, a little bit, a little bit closer near more. I, I should say Laurenburg. I'm sorry, I should yeah. say Laurenburg. I know that's totally different area. So diff- no disrespect for the people out east, but uh, Laurenburg. I found him on Facebook. My mom found him on Facebook, so he was supposed to be a surprise gift. Okay. Um, but on the way to church on Sunday, um, a couple years back, a couple years back, um, the text got sent to me and not my cousin. So I ended up finding out that Knox was on the way. We're gonna go look at him. So it was kind of like I was like. I couldn't keep my cool because I've been wanting to laugh for a long, long time. And so um, did you train him? I did. I you did. You train him on your own every so, day. Fun story with that. So it's actually really cool. So um, in 21, I got the chance to move to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee with my job. Wow. So at the beginning of 21, January, I was reporting, pretty much reporting camp uh, January 4th, right after New Year's in 21. Um, and Knox, and that's like right before I hadn't gotten Knox as I knew of Knox because he was still had hit that eight week time. So, got him in February of that year, but I just moved up there, figuring life out there, and then I get knocks. Didn't know a whole lot of people, figuring figuring things out, kind yeah. of meeting people, going to the right brewery, yeah. uh, the right restaurant, yeah. trying to figure yeah. out the, pick up the waitresses, oh, the bartenders, but having no luck because I don't have a puppy, so I was like, <laughs> I know I need my dog, so, but anyway, so figuring out, but I would have a lot of downtime and free time in the afternoons after work, finishing my day, and there was some, a local dog park. Um, right there near where my apartment was and we just go work i mean simple drills simple drills where it was just stay uh there was times too where i would bring him back and cole um cole would help me too yeah. he spent a lot of time with knox i'd have to go back and forth to nashville and other places too with work and it was fun but he had a large plan too so um combination of the two work with knox yeah. it's like um, having a corvette inside of a tank <laughs> it's, like, it's fun it. he's a he's how a big you, boy how did you because I'm struggling with this with my dog, Timber. Um, the steadiness. How do you get, like, I've taken him on yeah. probably, so he tore his ACL last year. So this year, 2023, is his first full year. Right. So I've had him, this will be his fourth hunt coming up this week. I know that might be wrong. Yeah. It, could be, it could be six. But I have to leash him still. Yeah. And I don't know how to get that to where it's just a he stays by me. How do I how do I get that steadiness in there? Well, I think that's going to be something we're both going to figure out together. No, um, <laughs> Knox is going to be three years old this uh, this January, February. Yeah, like, shoot, I should probably know my dog's like actual birthday. That's probably why he's up. What is your What is your dog's birthday? You have no. Idea. I have no clue. I just know it's the in the it's that time of year. Great dad. I, I probably could go home and tell. Well, I'll text you next thing later. I know, but um, I know he's going to be roughly three. He's three. So, yeah. um, but no, there's nothing wrong with. I mean, it's a, it takes time. I don't think I've even figured it out. I mean, I know there's some there's some plenty of guys in the area who are doing a lot better job at dog training, but 
I think for me, it's just repetition. Yeah. You got to get your puppy out there, new, especially a young dog like Timber. Yeah. It's like you got to get game time. It's almost like sometimes in sports with rookies, it's like yeah. you, you can't expect them to be ready for the moment when they're sitting on the bench. Yeah. So these big guys, I mean, we're in Panther country. We got oh, to struggle with Bryce Young right now. Yeah. It's not been the year that we wanted with a first-round pick with a quarterback. But I think there's potential there. But you have mm-hmm. to get him out there. And the same with dogs. I think you can do all the training in the world. You can use all the tools. You can dry fire your gun. You can use blanks. You can use training tools. But – you just kind of have to be out there with them. Right. One thing that some one of my my buddies told me, and Cole's really good about this. I'm gonna probably bring him up a lot, but we work together a lot. He has some great ideas, but it was like dude, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Knox, we had a situation we had where Knox, um, I didn't do my part, and I think a lot of times our frustration with our dogs comes from we don't do the job right. Right. Because it's a it's our dogs are a representation of us. Yeah. So if my dog breaks or does something, it should be. That's not the dog. He hadn't trained correctly. Yeah. So, or I lack it. So, you. so with a couple weeks ago, we had a goose hunt where I took out some frustration on Knox that I shouldn't have. And I hope nobody in PETA hears that. Don't come take my dog because you're going to take me in. You're going to take me dead. Come on, Yeah, you're going to take me in. You want this smoke? So, but, I, but he, he told me, he's like, you got to be patient. Yeah. And they had to experience. So instead of one thing I, I neglected with Knox, his first couple years, which what you're doing right now is fantastic, is Getting the dog out there. Yeah. And focusing on the dog. Maybe it's not going to be the, the limit you want. You're not going to get every goose, you're not going to get every duck you want. But you're paying attention, working that dog yeah. so that they know. It's a conversation the whole time. And that's one thing I didn't recently, some hunts that we've been on recently, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I want, like, hey, we're, I got to make sure he knows. I mean, yes, you could, you're, there's training at home, there's training in the field, and you're going to work that too. So if you have a buddy that you can go with where they're shooting and you're just focusing on timber or you're focusing yeah. on Knox or whomever's dog, and you're just making sure they know that on gunfire, it doesn't mean go. This isn't a track meet. Yeah. It's not yeah. a track meet. Yeah. So sometimes I think they're so excited because, I don't know, for, I know with me with Knox and train sometimes, I amp him up to be like, I want him to be so fired up to go get that duck or goose that when he sees it, he wants to take out that Corvette we just yeah. talked about. But yeah. It's also that steady hand or that steadiness in him where, okay, I'm hoping that not every hunt is too, like a uh, group of mallards yeah. or, or a pair of mallards yeah. or a hen and a bait. Yeah. That there's big flocks. So when there's multiple birds falling and being shot at, he has to have that steady. So yes. it's to give the dog the opportunity to understand that there's a job to be done. That yeah. yes, we can train, but when we're out there, and your dog will make mistakes. Oh, so yeah. anybody's listening, your dog will break. Your dog will mess up. So exactly. get, get, be okay with it now and breathe deep when it happens. Yeah. So because they're going to break, they're going to do things. They're not, they're not going to bring back the bird that they should the first couple times. Right. But there it is. Just but game time is the best way to learn. Yeah. Um, I know with me with Knox, like I said, I'll have even shooting clays. If you're getting ready, guys, and I don't know different seasons when you're hearing this, like different parts of the season, but if you're still trying to figure out how to shoot your 20 gauge or your 12 gauge, <laughs> having your dog beside you and making I sure. I think about that. Shooting clays. Shooting clays. Having yeah. them sit beside you and hear that gunfire, even yeah. though they're not able to retrieve. Or even having, I I love being around people. I feed off energy. I feed yeah, off people. It's so, 100% me. So it's 100%. really good. Cool. Yeah. So, so now, I start. What I started doing is, I get, I go scout. I get these. I find where these birds are, and I do a lot of pond hunting, just because that's really all we got. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to find these the birds lakes. where they're at. Find the birds yeah. where they're at. I'm not going to these lakes yeah. where there's you know these wannabes, and they take up the boat ramps, and I gotta sit here and wait. It ain't worth it no more. Right. <clears throat> so I find these ponds. So I go look, and then I find. I hit my buddies up. Hey, we got this many. 
And then I take my myself out of it because I want to focus on the dog yeah. and figure out that Absolutely. steadiness. Absolutely. And then everybody else can shoot. I don't care. But I want my main focus on this dog and get him rolling. So I've started doing that. Um, I've, I've started to almost – now, if y'all are listening, visualize this. I got a stake in the ground. I got his leash. And I got him tied up. <laughs> and and then I walk away. I want him to sit there. I don't want him trying to pull this and that. Absolutely. I don't know if that's the way to do it, but that's what I'm doing. I think I think there's no. I mean, I don't think there's a like one way to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to understand when you when you are leashing your dog that if they're not right next to you, that you have to also you've got to keep an eye on them because you don't want them where they're getting up and getting down. They have yeah. to keep their butt down. You want them to stay on the platform yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Where it's consistency in that as well as stillness and readiness, but it's also for me, I probably would, my way of thinking is I take the leash, I put an octopus, he's right beside me, and I wrap the leash around my leg. So if he, I'm a bigger guy. Uh, so yeah. If what he, are you, 6'2"? Six, 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 no, you're 6'5". Six, six, five. Five. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in boots. No, he's, so, he's massive. He's yeah, massive. 6'5". So, but no, it's like, with him, I tie him on my leg when we're in a um, A-frame. When I like, if I have a chance for if we're like standing in water, or we're like if we're in timber, or even a layout line. Yeah, I'll leave him tied on to me because I want to make. If he's gonna go anywhere, he's gotta pull me with him. Yeah. But to that point, there's no, I guess, right way of doing it. But it's just staying with them, talking yeah. with them, making sure, they, especially when they're young. Um, not, not that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, or if you have an older dog that's yeah. not steady, yeah, those dogs can learn to, but. Consistency is key. Yeah. Because if you're only training your dog one day a week, two days a week, that's my problem. I mean, which is not a bad. I mean, I'm saying everybody's got their own schedule. But if you're only training your dog one and two days a week, and it doesn't have to be for an hour. I think no. that's what we get. I think we think we you have do to like five minute sessions. Fifteen like, twenty yeah. minutes is all you need. You're yeah. doing some runs where you're yeah. doing some retrieves where he's consistently in that mode. Yeah. And then, like you said, instead, it doesn't even have to be with that at like a gun. If you're in your backyard. Yeah. Clap your hands. Everybody can uh, clap your hands. Or if you have something that where you can make noise. I need to get a cap gun. Yeah, or cap something where you yeah. don't have to be able, and you don't have to own sixty acres. You don't have to have yeah. it's just being letting your dog know that when he hears noise or hears or even like um I don't know, we have a I guess call slogan. So what I like to call like cuddle, kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they hear that and we they see you come up, sit in a chair. Yeah. Sit, get a chair in your backyard and stand up holding your gun, not shooting it. And get that excitement. They're feeling that energy. Yeah. They're feeling that. If you're thinking about it, think about when you were little or when the first time you went duck hunting and you saw, and for them it's almost like every time. What but, age did you start duck hunting? Man, I was a late bloomer. I was, a, I was late. Me too. So I'm not, I don't have the um, wisdom or a lot of this knowledge that some of these boys across the country do yeah. who are really cool guys that we've met along the way. But um, I was in college. I think I was a late going almost out of college. I think my junior year, I kind of tasted it. Kind yeah. of, I think I was a sophomore when yeah, I started. Played with college. it a little yeah. bit. So yeah. you kind of get, and then what was serious, and then it was like after college, um, really, I was out of school because I graduated in 16, dabbled in the little, and then it was after really Cole got the flocks. He was like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's do it for real. Yeah. So we kind of had to jump in head first, and we kind of like had to come up for uh, for air. We love That's it, man. We, are, we really are That's enamored sick. with it, and everything we do throughout the year is preparing for hunting to you. Yeah. Because it's a lifestyle. I think yeah. it's not like a, we're not, no, I mean, you guys know me. I kind of know you guys. Yeah. I'm not a backwoods weirdo or hick, but it's like, <laughs> but the way we go about it, like, it gives us purpose. Man, I, I think. think about it. Oh, all the day. time. How can I, I mean, yeah. I was there before I came, I was having almost like, not a piano, but like a call lesson. My cousin was helping me, I got to do Mallard call. Um, 
for my mom. Shout out, mom. You're the best. Turn 30. Mama, dude, you turn 30 guys and get a, <laughs> get a badass call. Mama hooked me up. So I'm a dude. Shout out. My cousin Shooter was uh, helping tune it, helped me tune it where I could like sound decent in the woods. Yeah. So I'm not the guy on TikTok where you're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah Are I'm you going to enter any contest? Not anytime soon. Come on. I, I mean, if you guys pay the entry fee, I'm there. I, I will pay the entry fee. I will fee. be glad to embarrass myself. I will myself. pay the entry fee to see you. I will, uh, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. pay it, you let me know when yeah. and where. Just like with this happening, I, <laughs> it was like yesterday. So I love it, dude. I was all full. Yeah, We're going awesome. head first with it. Yeah. So going back to the dogs, when do y'all, y'all, y'all two obviously have dogs. Yeah. What age do y'all think you should start training your dog? How or because obviously your dog's not going to be perfect year one. That's going. That's never going to happen. Absolutely not. What age do y'all think y'all should start training y'all's dog? Are you talking about like the dog upset that the dog, or are you as a person, like as you as you're getting mature, you're getting older in life, like both sides or just both sides? Okay, um, I'll answer for the dog right away. Right away, dog. I mean, when you get that, if you're if you if you're investing the money and the time into a a hunting dog, if you waste time, you're what are you doing? You're losing time. You're yeah. losing that dog. And it doesn't have to be right. I'm not saying right when they get like they they come home or they learn. Do love on them like no build that relationship. But you're still playing with them. You're Don't throwing your throw exactly throw Don't play with them. Be not rough rough house with them. Like, show them love. But as they get older, like I would say, I mean, first couple months you're doing stuff, and then by three months you should be like basic commands. Yeah. Getting used to yeah. doing. Doing basic command stuff. Um, I think as a guy, for me, I think it was, was a time in my life where I had a lot of free time. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm still. I'm single and mingling. Um, but any of y'all women listening? Yeah, no thing y'all women. I was He's a handsome fellow. And when you say basic commands for people who yeah. don't have a dog or whatever, what, like what do you mean? What do you mean? You're caught. you uh, you caught your five. So you have sit, stay, heel, back. And, re- and fetch. So those are my five. That I've used yeah. for Knox that he knows of that wherever I'm at. Um, there's more. There's lay. I mean, basic commands. You need to know stuff like where your dog, like if you're in public. And the bet is more you can take your puppy in public yeah. and do it. Yeah. Introduce your dog to like hi- like high energy situations. The better they're going to do in like key moments. Yeah. I think it's important because it's not. And they're social beings. I mean, I, a lot of times hunting dogs are social beings. Um, there's always anomalies or dogs that aren't as much, but get them in front of stuff. But then just like that three-month mark, doing stuff with them. Get them need, introduce them to water. I mean, when they're to that point, where, like, I mean, I can't, I guess, give you exact time stamps, but I know with Knox, as soon as I could, as soon as I, could I was ready to, because I knew there was any. Mm-hmm. I was scared. I'm, you hear the, um, I guess you can hear, a lot of guys will say there's two things that you don't want to happen with a gun dog is being scared of guns, being yeah. scared of gunfire, and being scared of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, they, if either one, then it's just, it's good for family dog. But I think that you don't, in a in gun sense, I don't think you introduce them too early. No, absolutely. Because that, that could mess them up. Absolutely. But I think water, yeah. no problem. Let's go. Let them go. And yeah, not go a they, Hell, yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's on me. I could be wrong. Um, but I think that, let me, to answer your ahead, question. Go ahead. As a dog owner, as a, a hunting dog, it's almost like with any dog, I think, with any pet, when you can commit the time. It's not, they're not an ornament and they should be treated. I mean, there's, there are guys who across the country use them and they're, these dogs are tools. Like, in a good way. They're working mm-hmm. dogs. Yep. But if you're like a local guy like me, yeah. that dog's part of your life. Yep. I mean, honestly and truly, I mean, these dogs are, until you commit time to that dog and train them, be with them, 
being wanting to spend 90% of your time with yeah. them. That's just a commitment, but I mean, that could be any age. There's guys, I mean, I was 20, I was 27, 28 when I got knocked. There's guys, heck, if you're 17, 18, you're going to college. If you think you can do school and take care of hunting dogs, absolutely. Have a companion yeah. for life. Go live over here. No, but take them out. You're doing stuff. I mean, or if you can get a place off campus or do something, absolutely. Um, if you're a new guy in a new city, make sure you go run that. I mean, commit the time but if you can't that's when I would say hesitation just until you can yeah. so that's best I think for just to answer your question on both sides yeah, yeah definitely. now for both of y'all was it always a lab uh, no I've had a mixture dude yeah you could what would you have I'm sorry I've been doing I a lot of talking I ain't I had, I had a, uh, I've, I've always wanted a black lab so yeah. my parents have you know they got the bougie dogs the shih tzus and all that shit but I always wanted a black lab ever since I was a kid and I finally made it happen Finally, and so he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. So I love uh, him. I had two chocolate labs when I was growing up. I got them when I was like ten, something Full like energy. that. Full energy. <laughs> you know, then them Blake and partner they grew up to be yeah. chocolate lab, ninety five pound dogs, trained 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 oh, to the yeah. T. Trained, yeah. trained to the T. Um, right now I'm in the middle between a, another chocolate lab or GSP. Oh, mm. both great. I mean, you can't go wrong. I, I know. I think, but it's also. Well, I'll show you what kind of hunting are you doing. I mean, yeah. I, everybody says, well, I do both. I do both. Okay, which one do you really commit the more time to? Are you an upland guy? Then absolutely, I'll do a yeah, GSP. G- yeah. You can do a lab in upland. I mean, but it's not going to be a GSP. It's not going to be that on point, that, that GS tracking machine. You should do both. Yeah. I would. <laughs> might have to do both. If you do, I might have yeah, to. Absolutely, but no, I would... I didn't have labs growing. I had a beagle. I had a mutt. I had several mutts. Yeah. Um, that were the best darn dogs I've ever. I mean, I had a, um, I had a, I had a chocolate lab, but he was mixed. He wasn't full blooded. He had some. He was a little bit furry. Um, so we don't really believe it was mixed in, but he would say it was lab. The history on that later, but uh, and then my, was like when I was preparing to move to, move to Knoxville for that for like I said that first gig. Yeah. Um, that's when Knox entered the picture. Never what I always wanted a lab. Yeah. Like he said I yeah. always wanted that lab, but never knew like I wanted to be at the right time. And it was just but it was perfect timing. So for me, I'm pro lab for yeah. uh, lab for life, dude. I love them. So love any them. color, any color, black. Uh, everything looks better black. So I was doing. Batman said that. Yeah. Batman said yeah. that. <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of research. Let's just call it how it is. I was creeping. On yeah, absolutely, day. dude. I was creeping. I love it. I love so it. So I seen a I seen a boat in your picture. Yeah. One of your pictures. So are you an edge guy throwing through? I'm not. So I'm a Gator Tracks dude now. So I have a I have a, I have a sweet spot for Edge. Edges are great. I that was my first boat, my first hunting boat that I went in with my uncle, um, Jimmy Grider. We kind of share we share the boat, the boat so that we can also shoulder the burdens of fixing these boats. Uh, <laughs> the boat means busting another Is thousand. Is the boat after. running right now? Yes. It, uh, Did oh, you get no. fixed? Well, the Edge is because I sold the Edge. Oh, she's okay. gone. She's gone. Okay. Go. Um, and she's currently on the market. So she was she was bought, sold, and sold again. So <laughs> sweet. She just ain't found her forever. <laughs> but the Gator Tracks is currently down. We're having an issue with propellers. Um, our propeller is not wanting to rotate. So engine will crank up just yeah. fine, but the propeller says, if there's anybody out there listening <laughs> that has any clue, please shoot these guys. Yeah. Any answer. So just shoot them a DM. But no, so right now she's down, but uh, that's duck hunting. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's yeah, duck hunting. Yeah. It's like, I don't have a boat. I want a boat. Well, ducks are plentiful. I mean, they're they're out there, but that's the worst part. Like like you said, you have your you have ponds, and we're doing the same thing. We're finding walking spots and doing our best, yeah. but 
man, when you're down a boat, when you're used to using a boat, it's like, it's tough. Yeah. You're like, you feel like your options go from, a, they're plentiful to yeah. like, just a narrow yeah. pond. Oh, sh- yeah. All right, let's hope we can but do some love. I love pond hunt. I can't, I, I, I mean, I love it. I, you know, it's so, oh, let's just call it how it is. Easy. It is. It's so easy. Well, if you can get on the right spot and you're in an area where a pond and you know it's going to be hit and it's hot and there's no trouble with surrounding if it's people, neighbors, it's the best hunt, dude. Oh, it's a direct. It's like a target. Yeah. You're hitting bullseye. Oh, yeah, every time. If you get on bullseye, you're leaning with the hands. Best to work a rookie dog. Yes. I think it is. Absolutely. I I, with him being a rookie, I don't want to run him on a lake yeah. and a boat, and, right. and he's not steady. And then it just you go out there at three o'clock, and then finally shooting light comes in, and then your dog breaks, and then there goes your hunt. Yeah. I don't like that. I want a simple, easy pond hunt. Walk in, walk out. I mean, you're done in 45 minutes. Yep, and if you, I mean, it's, and it's also doing. I think one thing about if whatever you get to hunt, I mean, lakes, ponds, creeks, whatever you're hunting on, especially if you're going for mallards, you're going for woodies, you're going for geese, whatever. I know North Carolina woodies yeah. and mallards are what we really go for. And geese too. I'm a goose guy. I, I love geese. I just shout out Caleb Meesmer. He got yeah. me on that on them geese. Geese bro. are fun. Geese are like pterodactyl. I mean, they're big, and I'm not that good of a shot. So I, <laughs> so I feel like I have a better. I always have a better chance. <laughs> Shout out to Shoot Rain Gastonia, North Carolina. You got you gas. The gas. Represent. No. So I went down there with my buddy Robbie, and I was shooting down there, uh, shooting up down there. It's a pretty cool place. For like six bucks, you can shoot 25 clays. Oh, dang. And they give you a remote to just... Are, are we going to take a, are we gonna take yeah, a Timber think, Chronicle? You know what? We'll just take the, road, the uh, show on the road. Right? Yes, yes, bro. Road shows. So, road shows are yeah. here too now. But I love geese because just everything about it because it's just... I think what really hooked me was was it was like a cornfield. When you're in you're in a field, oh. you're in layout blind. You can be in you can be in an A frame, but when you're in layout blinds and you're just eyes as guy, um it's something different. It's a different I've feeling. Never I mean, it's, a layout blind until this year. It's fun. I mean it's a I different like experience it. and then when you're able and they're coming in and they hit or they're all coming and you just have that like almost like panoramic view of just geese pouring yes. in and then you pop up and blow. Oh, it's something different. It I mean, you gotta live it. Yeah. I mean, you can talk about it, but you have to live it's it. It's insane. It's awesome. I love. I, I would definitely. I definitely want a bunch of layout blind hunts next year. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, that's this year. We're hoping we have a couple. We're going to. Um, we're looking forward to. And we're going to take a couple trips in between. But uh, we're going to Kansas in January with um, a couple of our flocks guys and. Um, we're excited. We're taking layout blind. We're taking apron. We're doing it all. Whatever it has to be. Packing an enclosed trailer and riding a couple of them. So we're taking the whole militia. We're going Dang. to have some fun. So two weeks of just taking it. I mean, just hunting and not having to worry about anything. I mean, Dang. definitely yeah. keeping an ear on the ground for back home. But yeah. the focus of the two weeks is just going to be hunting and just enjoying ourselves. Where are we riding to? Kansas. We're, we're going to, yeah, Northwest Kansas. I can, I'm not going to mess it up because I know if I say the wrong town on here, I'm just going to say Northwest Kansas. <laughs> but I'll get so much help from all my buddies. So, Come on. Uh, I'm just going to say Northwest Northwest Kansas, so late season, um, last part of the year, but we're looking forward to it because it's just when it's cold in Kansas and birds are moving, I mean, you can't get much closer to heaven. Yeah. I don't think so. It's, it's awesome. Fact. So I like that. So um, back back to the boats, just because I'm curious. What if you had, let's just say, an unlimited amount of money. Oh man. What's the what's the perfect duck boat in your mind? 
The perfect boat, duck boat? Yeah. I don't, well, okay, so I'm not going to say brands because I really don't know brands. So we may, well, we may can start a war. Maybe some people listen. Yeah. Maybe, our five, maybe our five to ten listeners. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to hear some chirping. I don't know. Right now, I mean, I'm pretty impressed with the uh, Gator Tracks. That's what I have currently um, with a Pro Drive V motor, uh, which is a, a really great mud motor. Phil, uh, listen, and he said Pro Drive. That's your baby. So Pro Drive, the, the flat bottom gate. I mean, you can. A good duck boat is where you can almost get anywhere you need to. Yeah. It's not about the glitz and glitz. Yes, all the lights are cool. My I want the lights. lights. I want the lights. I love the lights. <laughs> the lights are cool. You're backing in. And you have lights on. You're going to your spot. Or whatever. I want it looks, it's it. awesome. It's fun. I mean, it, absolutely. But I think it's a boat that gets you. And that's where our, my gator tracks with that pro drive motor um, getting in and out. I mean, that's what you want. You want to get where yeah. the ducks are. Yeah. And a lot of times an outboard's not going to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately not. And, um, it's really cool. Even though she's down right now, like I said, she's down and out. But uh, we're going to get her fixed and get her back on the water uh, where she belongs. But, yeah, it's, it's a, I so think. go to lake around here. Around here? In, in, in North, North Carolina. Carolina. So you want me to populate even more. So you want me to really, I mean, you I, really want me to. I, I, <laughs> they're full. Every one of them. So full. I think if you're in this, I mean, where we're at in North Carolina, um, I guess central North Carolina, um, Charlotte area, is uh, High Rock Lake up in High Rocks near Salisbury, Lexington. Yeah. Um, great. I mean, you just have to get out. There's some um, kayak entrance, which is really fun. I mean, you have boat entrance as well. Uh, walking areas. If you can find the right place to park, walking areas. Um, Mount Island Lake, um, down kind of near the uh, outside of Huntersville Mint yeah. area. They have where you can take your boat, but they also have some good kayak where you can drop into the kayak. So uh, that's something I think we're going to try to do maybe. If, if the boat's down, I'm not gonna. Come. Well, if the boat's down lower than it should, I think I have to break out the old uh, purple thunder. <laughs> My sister's uh, purple, and tur- purple and turquoise uh, kayak and kayak and make covered up with some stuff. So can we paint it black? We can't. Is it coming black? <laughs> Does it come in black? Hey, I'm all about it. Dude. I think I'm actually Bruce Wayne. I just haven't figured it out yet. Hey, I like, I like it. I just can't. I, and I'm, I guess I'm spoiled, but yeah. I don't like going to a lake in North Carolina. I don't know. You kind of you make it work. I think it's one of those things where it's like you just like you want to hunt. I mean, you you find all the private spots you can, I and mean, that's one thing that I'm proud of my guys, our flocks guys, our flocks group that we work together. I mean, we're gonna go out and try to find them. Yeah, we've been told no a lot. We've got more no's than yeses, but we're gonna go find where the birds are. Yeah, they're out there. That's one thing I think a lot of times North Carolina gets a bad rap is being a state where there's not really a lot of birds, but we have birds. It's just you have to find where you can get them. And be on top of it. I mean, like that's like getting permission. It's hard. I mean, one thing I think you can probably guys can agree: deer hunting is still king in North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, deer yeah, hunting yeah. this yes. time of year. One hundred percent. I mean, I've been turned down more times. Be I've been on the X. What I mean by the X is I have literally sat and watched the birds hit on a spot in a cornfield. Where if I were to come back the next day and be maybe 20, 30, 40 yards away from, I could probably clean up with no problem. Deer leases. Guys who own them. I mean, they're not. And it's not just a woodland. Yeah. It's a cornfield. It's so. It's just, but you just have to keep searching and just be friendly, man. Get out there and be okay. I mean, old-fashioned hello, call somebody. Go What's your somebody. go-to line to ask for permission? Man, I was, well, what I've been trying to use recently, which probably not be word-based, like I said, my boys, my guys, they're hardcore. They know yeah. me. They know me better than I do, but it's just kind of like, hey, it's being like more specific. Like, hey, I have a group of guys. We saw it about, and you, you always go for big numbers. We're not going for small numbers. I mean, some, if you want to do it and deal with the small numbers for one chance, but we're trying to get 
50 plus birds in a, in a feed yeah. and trying to hit on them. Hey, I see you got like 50, plus, uh, 50 60 birds there. I have a group of buddies. Uh, I know the geese can be a nuisance. You mind if we take care of them for you next Saturday? Yeah. You just kind of be direct. And that's the same in sales. It's like, um, you just got to be direct with people. Be kind. Listen. Uh, like, also read. Be socially aware. Yeah. Like, I know what's going on with somebody. So if you see it, don't go late at night. Yeah. Don't go early in the morning. If you show up at someone's house, be kind. Kind of be a, the slow to approach. I think one thing that uh, we want to do, we want to get, we want permission. We want get that permission as fast as we can. But, Sometimes we're in someone else's world domain. Yeah. And I don't know how you feel. Or you, I, I know me, it's like if someone rushes up on my, and we're like, hey, can I help? I'm like, whoa, no, get yeah. out of my, we're like, kind of approach them in a way like, hey. Slow approach. Exactly. If you like want it. to be approached. So just yeah. get to know them and talk to them. Hey, how long have you been in the area? Is it, I mean, get to know them just, but I think the more direct approach of when you ask, like, not saying, how oh, can we hunt it? Like, go long. I say, I believe shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Yeah. If you can get off season, maybe you can have a spot where you can have like continued success all year. Yeah. You never know what you can do, but a lot of times, just a day or a, like a day, say, hey, I have a group of guys uh, who I'd like to bring out yeah. and take care of those geese. Can I do it Saturday? Absolutely. Awesome. And always follow up too. If you ever get permission and someone gives you permission, always follow up. Don't ever let a bridge burn or let it fall in. Yeah. Because it's so important because you never know the following year. And don't ever use a spot. I mean, unless it's a spot that you're in the town or something you have yourself or something. Yeah. Um, don't ever just overuse something. Just be polite. I think the yeah. waterfowl game is very much about being polite. And if someone allows you to come back and reuse it, absolutely. But don't always expect it. I like appreciate it. it. If, I, if I get permission, I like going back and, and getting getting a, a gift card to a restaurant. Absolutely. Or I like doing that. Absolutely. That, and that's helped me a lot. And, and just talking, slow talking to a, you know, I got a, I got a farmer that called me today and he's like, hey, I need, or I, you know, I got these geese behind my house. I thought she was going to come take care of them. Yes. He said, I said, when do you want me to be there? He goes, can you come tonight? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, be there, I'll be there Saturday. Oh, man, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's nice being, yeah. you just got to be nice. And, well, like my dad taught me, man, you be nice to everybody and it'll get you so far. Oh, man. It'll be, it's money. You get, have a conversation for 15 minutes. Or exactly. Something like, you know, like, and it'll make sure somebody as the person that says the respect. I mean, I think it's so simple. It's like, give the person the respect that you would want. Yeah. If someone's coming, like I said, if someone's coming to you, let's say you are that farmer one day, yeah. and a young kid's coming to you, how would you want to be talked to? Yeah. Or if not even anything, like how would you want somebody to come to you and approach you about doing something that you love? Maybe you do love doing that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is your thing, but. If you see a kid come up and they have that passion, like it's hard to say no, but be a reason why they can't say no. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I think it's a lot of things, but it's a lot, but it makes it fun though. Because yeah. when you do get it, you appreciate yes. it. You appreciate the birds that when you do kill, yes. you appreciate that kill even more than just like, oh, okay. Um, we, I mean, if you walk right into it. So, yeah. You know, a lot of different things. So, yeah, really cool. Heck yeah. Cody, what you got for him? We got something good for him? Let's get it. I mean, hell, I don't know. I mean, I've, we can pause if you want. Then we I mean, it's like um, when you when you when you run y'all's dogs. You say, y'all say you like to run them on yeah. ponds and dry land and stuff yeah. like that. How how would you differ the training in a dog if it was flooded timber? Because that's what that's what we got. We yeah. got we got thirteen hundred acres in Lombard. It's got a like a, I think three hundred acre lake on it, all flooded timber. How would y'all differ that training? I'd get him in it. Yeah. I'd get him in as much as I could. I'd put a dog stand up and I'd run him, I mean, as much as I could. Every day, I mean, whenever you get down there, just to get him acclimated to it. And, I mean, 
Like my dogs used to land. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, he jumps from land to pond. So if I've never, he's never seen flooded timber. So yeah. I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure how to get him acclimated to that. But I would think putting a dog stand on a tree mm-hmm. and and just doing dummies off of that and having blanks, you know, shotgun shell blanks. And I, I would assume. I don't know. Y'all, y'all yeah. chime in, give tips on that. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I think flooded you're on the right. I mean, I'm not. I don't hunt a lot of timber. I can't say my other hunting like flood timber a lot, but I know like with any hunting situation for your pup or your dog, um, whatever stage they're at, real life scenario. So if it is hunting on, if you know like a timber, you're going to be on a platform. If you have a taller platform, yeah. practice with your dog on that platform. Um, so they're used to it because I think a lot of times we forget the dog takes over these uh, these guys. These retrievers have, it takes over, they know what to do. So I don't think there has to be, like we said earlier, I think we talked earlier, it's like more game time is better. So if you yes. can get the dog in shallow water with mud and get them used to turn their feet in and working in it, that's always going to be more helpful. Yeah. Um, if you can get your dog used to being, like you said, um, on that stand that hooks on a tree, that hooks the tree uh, hook, come in whenever you can. I mean, even if it's at home in the, in the back, but just having them retrieve, come back to them, being used to retrieving, put out of that place, only going to help you because, like I said, once they see that bird fall, all the training is all going to go perfect. Them going to get it and come back because they're going to want to do it. They're mm-hmm. just so excited. So um, game time is always the best, I think. But I think you just consistency and preparation. But I think that's just over time. Yeah, yeah. I think so. So let's switch gears. Let's go and let's just because I'm curious. Yeah. So if you're what what waders do you wear? Yeah. So I wear the uh, the sick waders. I don't know if there's a like oh, specific. Lord, we got another sick. No. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm a, he's got money, big. He's got money. No. 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 Shin, shin, shin. So I, I think they're roughly the same price, <laughs> roughly. Daddy, no, buddy. I like. Um, I'm big with my hunt. I like solid colors. I don't know. I'm not. I do have my camos, but recently in the last couple of years, I've become more of a solids guy. Where I'm wearing browns, greens, and like stuff. Are you that, going out with fouls on? In the goose, I'll throw a flannel. Well, you're in the A frame, or you they're not going to see that. So yeah. I'll throw a flannel on top. I'm okay with it. I think they look good. Yeah. Hey, as much as it is about having like one thing about knowing what you're doing, so also looking good out there. Oh, I mean, bottom hey, I'll tell you, I'm giving some videos on Instagram. <laughs> and like, dang, those check guys them out. What's, yeah. what's your Instagram? Check them out. Yeah, at KD Shuffle. So Golly. you just have to look it up. KD Shuffle. So it's all the sickest stuff. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's a mixed in. It's like a mixed pot. A little bit of everything. I like so, it, I like now it. Now y'all probably gonna make fun of me for this. He's my waiters, and I swear they're the best I've ever had. Neoprenes. Frog talk. <laughs> hey, hey, I've heard good things no, about frog talk. They are unreal. Shout out to Robbie Shin. Robbie Shin will come on here. I can get him on. He'll talk yes. about the Frog Togs are a good brand for the. I like them. Only thing I'm a fan. I like, the only thing because I am a bull in a china shop. I don't know about Shin, but I know about Sika is they have repaired them. No, no cost to me. Yes. So Shin. I am rough as hell on waiters. I put them through it. I had to wait six, seven months to get them back, okay. but it was just in time for hunting. But I got them back. But they were fixed. No money out of my pocket. So shout, shout out, out to Sika. Shout out Shin. They got mine. I sent them back. Got them back within a month. Dang. Oh, yeah. it's close. That's what they it got is. the best customer that's service. That's what's up. That's, that's what's why up. I like them. That's customer the service is jam up. And that's for me. It's like, if I, it's like okay, do I want to buy waiters every season? Because as much as rough as I am on them, it would be every year. But yeah. 
Shout out to Sitka doing their thing with a warranty and taking care of the guys are taking care of. So yeah, yeah. Frog toes are good, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a fan. Just like, I'll never go back to anything else. I'm just saying, get out there. If you can get it, just if you're hunting, it don't matter what you look like. Just get your butt out. So there. are we? Are we? Are we avoiding the the bandit waiters? No, I, I I'm all about hey whatever you're whatever you can afford whatever you feel that you look good in and whatever however you want to layer up just get your butt in the woods. Okay, I'm gonna go straight. Are you you have, you have I guess I'm gonna. I don't you. Okay, they leak. Okay, Don't you know what? I've had Magellan. I've I've been to Academy. I've uh, yeah. here in the southeast where we're at. We have Academy, so um, I've had those. They they laugh, but when they start to go, they go quick. Yeah, and that also something funny there. So that's another thing. It doesn't help when water's coming in from the top. Yeah. So I'm, I'm something my fair share of later. Hand me a beer. Yeah, I got another beer. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh-huh. So yeah. Sponsored by Push Light. <laughs> oh, I forgot to keep turning that. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, keep turning that thing. You, hey, use code laugh. Use code laugh for ten percent off. Let's so, go over and under. Y'all heard that here first. So let me ask you guys. So uh, maybe I can. Add, I'll turn the, the tables are turned. Uh oh. The table. Uh oh. Um, when it comes to, oh man, now, now we're getting to see, you know, I've got my legs crawling across my legs. So, like, what's this guy going? So, what has been like that ideal hunt so far? Because I know we're always chasing. I mean, everybody can say bands, we can say so, but what has been so far for you guys has been that ideal duck hunt so far? And you're, you said you just recently kind of started, you're new I, to it. I know I'm not much more than you are, but what's been that most so far? Kind of like golf, you know what yep. I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm terrible. It's like you're terrible, but you have that one yeah. round and then and it it brings you back. Out. Or you can maybe you haven't, but like yep. what's been that one hunt so far? That's both of us, a question oh. for both of you. Cody, you got one? I've just gotten into calling recently yeah like within the last couple months and stuff like that yeah. learning how to call and stuff like that and i've thoroughly enjoyed calling more than i enjoy shooting yes yeah and i don't know what it is i think it's just I being able to work a duck yeah. yeah all the way from 100 yards in there and work them circle them all the way down especially Absolutely. in flooded timber where they just dive bomb in yeah. on you. but uh we had a hunt last year that we got a duck impoundment like five miles from our property so when we go duck hunt i mean you'll see a yeah. thousand of them Absolutely. it's just hard to get them down because they're hauling fanny it's the language bro i think that's, yeah. that's the big part of it is uh the language yeah and this speaking and i think i think we do i think i get kind of enamored with the outside stuff yeah like it's the dogs it's the calling yes i don't care to shoot anymore. yeah i want to yeah, work that no we need you to shoot because that's yeah. the fun part. i don't want to shoot more birds 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 I think you're making you're the setup man because you have your guys whoever you're hunting with they're ready to go and they're just waiting on you to be like because you know at that moment they're they're locked in and you're yep. saying kill them or cut them yeah it does it's just like a wild feeling but then also getting the chance to have a bird come in and kill them some of these beautiful birds to the, in the Midwest or here in North Carolina wherever you're hunting it's wild man it's, that's what, it's like that like yeah. I said that round of golf like that you're having a you're you may have 16 bad holes with two of them yeah you're just like they can't it was almost like you were you're like you just had training with Tiger Woods that morning like everything just came together yeah so like, I, I, you got one you got oh, one I got one yeah, so, so our boy Caleb yeah not you the other Caleb the other Caleb the other Caleb he took me so he got me into goose hunt yeah got me, got me into it that's man he's, a, he's an enthusiastic uh, guy he is like I you can't even wait. know something he's a good dude to I talk can't to. wait to have him on here
So he he called me. It was like nine o'clock at night. And he goes, "I found them. I found the birds." I said, "He didn't find nothing. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. He didn't yeah. find the birds." He said, "No, two hundred fifty plus." I said, "Let's go." He goes, "There's guaranteed going to be bands there." Yeah. I said, "All right, let's go." So I showed up at his house. We piled in the truck. I don't know, four thirty, five o'clock. Absolutely. And we got in this cornfield. I'm telling you, this cornfield. To put it in a picture, you got a cornfield, a side road, and a highway through Concord. Yeah. I mean, you can hear the traffic. You can see the neighbors walking their dogs. I mean, and we're in this little city cornfield, and I'm telling you, the birds are piling in. First eighth, or a layout blind hunt, and it was insane. Birds flying in. I'm telling you, there was over 200 birds. Oh, I think we put out... I think I think we ended up killing about sixty that day. Yeah. I think I think we were thirty from a from a six man limit. Right. And so it was awesome, dude. I will never forget that ever in my entire life. And of course, Caleb's in a flannel. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's just the like it's it's the crazy. That was kind of we've had I mean enough stories, but we I mean the hunts that I've been on with Caleb and going with with him down to Texas some and other hunts with like the guys freelancing and going. God hunts are always because I always put it, but like this year, I'm proud to say that like, our boys did some work. Cole, yeah, um, Cole did some real work. He put one in just that opening morning in September, yeah, where we had, we were behind a new build, a new build home. Oh, this home wasn't finished yet. That's we were in the backyard. It was probably like a three, like a two acre spot behind this house. Yeah, and they were hitting. And it was, and we got permission from the landowner. They got Robbie, our buddy Robbie, was able to get permission. Yeah, um, and I'm telling you, it was one of those like you said. It's like we were in an A-frame, talked to against a tree line. You couldn't see us there because they did it. We did a great job covering up. But those birds funneled in perfectly. And when it all comes together like that, you're just like, that's why we go yeah. back. And even when you get scummed for two or three hunts, you're like, it's going to come together because yeah. it just it has to happen. But like you said, you get on those feeds or you get them, they're hitting, and you know that you just, you, yeah. you can play like you're in the skies. And then you just light them up. It's the coolest oh, thing, dude. dude. It's the coolest thing. I so. mean, I love watching a dog in a cornfield. Oh yes, yeah. a dog in a cornfield is awesome. I love. I just love them. Work. I mean, running. When you see them, just tell full speed and hours in water. But cornfields are different. They're just they want to get back and go again. They, yeah. There's so much. There's so much chance. But oh my gosh, I'm fun. obsessed with hunting goose geese yeah. in a cornfield. Goose, goose, goose. Yeah. Give me all the gooses you got. <laughs> yes. I want to hunt geese every day in a cornfield. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Shout out Kale Meesman on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to have to get me on that. I've never... Yeah. Bro, it's, it's different, it's man. It's different. It's just... It's insane. These, you're, these birds, you're like... You're, practically what you're doing is you're trying to find where they're coming. you got to be where they're coming. Like, where yeah. they're coming to eat. Like, yeah. these birds, this is where they're coming to chow down. And when you're there and you throw them with decoys, if it's silhouettes or full body, whatever, and you can get in... Like you said, it goes back to calling, which makes it so... You're talking that language, and they commit. Yeah. And when they lock in, and it's just like, all right, three, two, yeah. one, bang. I mean, it's just like you just kill have to kill them. Yeah. Kill, I mean, just it's nothing like it. Geese are and they eat good. I don't know if you. I don't know if you. I like it. I like, I like it. it. It's a red meat because that's you got to cook it right though. You cook it right. You got to prime it. You got to prime and prime. I'm not prime it. Prime it. I'm gonna shout out. Prime. Prime every drink. You got to prime it. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks. Send us all that cut, please. Um, so that should at least be like 150 bucks. Yeah. At least for making a shout out. Yeah. Come on. Far five to ten. Right. Come on, Vince. But no, you. You can do some things to him, but it's really good. It's tender. I really, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. it. I I'm ready to try uh, one of Caleb's buddies. He makes some sausage and some jerky. I'm ready yeah. to try that. 
I don't know if I'll ever get that. If y'all are listening, I need some. Yeah. Hurry up. Sausage jerky. It's all. It's, it's why you do it, man. Yeah. It's, I, eat it. I, I love it. You eat it. Yeah. That's the thing. The one question I get a lot is like, Do you, do you eat that bird? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I can get yeah. back. I'm plucking feathers. Yeah. I'm cutting breasts. I'm deep. Yeah. Grab me some bacon and some cheese. I'll throw it on anything. I mean, absolutely. Why would I not? Yeah. That's so fun. So, well, I think that's. Uh, think that's it for the first episode. I appreciate you having Absolutely. me on. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. Having me yeah. on. Having on. You on. We all on. That's on. That's on. So, all right, podcasters, we out.